Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect in my heart, I welcome you to this beautiful Sunday morning. The Guru Purnima is over, and now we have entered the month of Savan, Shravan. It's a very auspicious month in India when people offer their worship, devotion to Bhagavan Shiva, Lord Shiva. People go from, for a whole month, some, some people go for a whole month on a pilgrimage, carrying waters of the sacred rivers to various shivalingas, various shiva temples, and it's a very special month. Why? Because in India, for example, it has been hot, and now the rains have come in and the ground is just the dry parched earth is being showered with rain. So there is a um, spirit of happiness and newness in the air. And it started, the Guru Purima also happens in the month of July. <clears throat> It's a time to renew your practice of devotion. There is a beautiful energy. In this month to offer their devotion to Bhagwan Shiv, Lord Shiva, people usually fast on Mondays. and do little puja on Monday, especially to Bhagavan Shiva. Shiva is Adi Guru also in our tradition, the, the Supreme Guru. You may have seen some pictures of Shiva in various forms, <clears throat> clad in snakes and smeared with ashes and fierce as well as very soft look. And Shiva is also meditated upon in the center of the forehead in the form of bright white light. Symbol of purity. So maybe we could remember all the, at least next four Mondays, take a little time out to meditate 
and the center of her forehead in the form of white light. That will be a symbolic way to offer our devotion to Adi Guru. It started with the Guru Purna, so we continue. It reminds me a little incident. When I was growing up in the village, I must have been 10. My father had a practice. He was a worshiper of Shiva. And there was a temple in the village. He would go and do his puja there every morning. But every Monday, he would go to another temple that was supposed to be a little bigger temple by the river that was like a mile, mile and a half from our village. Every Monday he will fast and go to this temple, bathe in the river, fill his pitcher with a water from the river and come and offer it on the Shivalingam in the temple and do his puja there. This was his practice ever since I had known him and even before. Later on, I found out this was his lifelong practice after his marriage. People living in a village, simple life, have this kind of discipline and that he was known to go to this particular temple and on every Monday, and offer his prayers. One Monday, he had he couldn't go there for some reason. He was out of town. If he couldn't go, somebody from our family had to go and offer the water on the ceiling and some flowers. So I was asked to go because my father couldn't go. So I didn't know what to do. My mother said, you don't have to know anything. Just go, take the water and pour it on the shivaling there and offer a flower and just say, my father is not here, but I am here to continue this. So I went and I did exactly the same, bathed in the river, put the water there. And then just sat down inside the temple. And not many people were coming and going. I was just sitting there with my eyes closed. And beautiful image of Lord Shiva emerged in the center of my forehead. As if he was smiling, he was very happy that I was there. 
and I must have sat there for a good 10, 15 minutes. Coming home, it, and the form was exactly the same form that the picture hang, used to hang in my house. That was the only form that I knew. So either it was my doing being in a state of devotion with a simple heart mind, or maybe it was from somewhere else. If we look at it, we can justify it from many ways. Yes, that's the picture you were grown up seeing, so that's the picture came to you. It's not about the form. Form can be anything, and if there is no form, it's just the Lord Shiva is the symbol of pure consciousness. Pure consciousness is light. Why I related this story to you was, it doesn't matter what form and how much you know or you don't know, it's all about taking a little time, sitting with that sentiment of acknowledgement and devotion. And maybe a form will appear, maybe a light will but something will appear. If the, the sentiment of love is in our heart, something will appear. It happens in our life. Sometimes we get distracted from our practice and it begins to snowball and we get farther and farther away from it. These observances, these sacred times give us an opportunity to reset. So I would suggest that if you have been feeling a little off, a little away from your practice, this month being the month of Adi Guru, the Supreme Guru, this month is the time to reset. And tomorrow being the Monday, this will be a beautiful way to come back to yourself and with a new commitment, new inspiration, new aspiration, and focus on your practice. Whatever form your practice is, doesn't matter. As long as you take a little time to regroup and come back to yourself. No matter where you are, let's just take a moment to settle down, keep your spine straight, open your shoulders, your eyes are closed, 
lighten your mind. Soften your eyes, invite that peace, cooling, calming sensation in your eyes. Relax the facial muscles, neck, shoulders, spine, Soften the belly and get grounded. Let everything settle down. Connect with that gentle rise and fall happening at the belly. With each breath. Nothing more, just observing that rise and fall the belly with each breath. Everything begins to settle down, all the restlessness, anxiety. Settling down, you are becoming one with that rise and fall. Become aware of the triangle between the two eye sockets and center of the forehead. You can almost see a triangle from center of the forehead to left eye, to the right eye, back to the Your eyes are slightly pulled up and focused on the top of the triangle. Very gentle, very gentle. You become aware of the stillness of your eyes. You almost find yourself holding your breath to maintain that stillness of the eyes. <clears throat> Release the breath very calmly, but keep your attention focused 
and the third eye. Trayambakam Yajamahe Sugandhim Posti Vardhanam Purvarukamiva Bandhana Mrityo Mokshiyamamrita Gently we open our eyes. There is a mantra called Mahamrityunjaya Mantra. The mantra that I just recited. Mahamrityunjaya Mantra. This mantra is used for healing. This mantra is for Lord Shiva. People who want to heal themselves or want to pray for healing for others, they use this mantra for that purpose. Maha, M-A-H-A, Mrityunjaya. Mrityu means death. Jay means victory. So this is the mantra of victory over death. And it's a very commonly used mantra. Some people even have priests and Brahmins recite millions of times for them. So there is another way to do it if you don't want to do for yourself. I'm not saying you should, 
but if you ever want to learn this mantra, maybe you could even Google it. There is a hundreds of ways uh, this mantra is recited and even listening to this mantra is very auspicious during this month of Shravana. So this meditation on the third eye that I just shared with you, it's a, when you are given the mantra, you meditate on the heart of the Divine Mother to enhance the sweetness in your heart. And you meditate on the third eye, the, the Guru sitting on the white lotus, clad in white, offering fearlessness and boom. But if you don't have those images in the center of the forehead, you can always meditate on the white light. And the white light doesn't come right away. So if it doesn't come, please don't say, oh, it's not coming, it's not coming. It will come when you are not looking for it sometimes. There will be lots of disruptions and disruptions and clouds and darkness and different colors and images. But in the middle of all that, you'll get a glimpse of this. So I would recommend whether you are sitting in the lotus or not, doesn't matter how you are, as long as you are, you become still, even lying down. Just calm your body. Relax your whole body and relax your face and eyes and just hold your attention on the center of the forehead and breathe. See what happens. Everybody may not sit in meditation for a long time, but everybody is sitting on a couch or lying down on the bed or wherever you are. It doesn't matter that you have to be only sitting in the lotus with a straight spine and shoulders. What is most important is you have to be in the right state of mind. In the, the right inner disposition is there right environment is created and any seed can sprout in there. I would like to stop here and then we'll come back. I just wanted to remind you of the sacredness of this month ahead. And it's a time to regroup, restart. <clears throat> Monday is a good day to do that. Thank you all and I'll be here.